The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Hello, everyone. This is Rob Golfie with Remax, the Golfie team. Welcome to the Golfie Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition with host Rick Zamprin. Yes, another beautiful weekend here in the city of Hamilton. You're listening to 900 CHML, and this is the show to turn to if you want to know everything about real estate in Hamilton, Burlington, Niagara, and beyond. That's because you'll be listening to Rob Golfie and Lou Tellerico, sales representatives with Remax's Scarpman Realty, the Golfie team. You can find them online at robgolfi.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. Call the first ever real estate team in Hamilton to sell 1,000 homes in a year, 905-575-7700. Follow the Golfi team on Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. And if you have a topic idea or a question for the Golfi team, send them an email questions at robgolfie.com. We do have a really interesting question we'll get to a little later on in the program. Also a reminder, if you want an instant home estimate, go online to golfiehomevalue.com, punch in all the details, and the Golfie team will be in touch with you very soon. Rob Lou, good morning. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. There we go. How was, how was your week? Radio voice. It's been pretty good. It's, uh, it, uh, it's you know what every week is totally different in this business and uh we're finding uh sellers and buyers are um it, it's an uneasy situation just sellers are still trying to grasp more at that higher price point and it's just not happening so a lot of houses are up for sale and they're missing the pivotal point where their house should be at and uh, and and they're chasing the market now. And like we know, there's two good markets in the calendar year, Rick. Right, the spring market, which is that February, March, April time period, which we knew this was like a record one we went through, like no other uh, spring market. And then the second biggest market is the fall market, which we just began, and it's going to run until maybe like mid to mid November. So the the period of time in the in the fall market is now to kind of get your house listed properly and in the market before you kind of get into that. Christmas season where things really cool off again. So we're trying to encourage, you know, a lot of our people to kind of get going if they're looking to sell and, and get it priced right. And, you know, that's difficult because what they've just seen over the last six months, they're just challenged with realizing what their house is really worth today when they saw their neighbor eight months ago, get 200, $300,000 more. And, and the, the one thing is like, I, I still think if you price your house, right, you still get multiple offers uh, rose on our team listed a house. Now it was a lower price point. This is where the, the, the bulk of the market is looking. I mean, that uh, the affordability price point, she listed a property at, at uh, 400,000. She had nine offers on it. So it still can keep going that way, but, but we're not, we're not doing that. And, and it, and it is, a, I, I would be afraid to do it. Now Rose is probably our most confident in holding offers on our team. <laughs> <laughs> she is, and I, I go like this, sir. I go, don't do it. Don't do it. You're and, conservative. Oh, uh, you know what it is? Because I don't, don't, you, you don't want to challenge it. You don't want to challenge it because who knows what the market is going to dictate. Now that could have been a good week for, for that market, for, for that time, for that house. So we, we hit it bang on nine offers on a house in the, in today, the way the market is going is like, Oh, Boy, you you are uh, you are a god, but uh, and I think maybe that is the way to go. In every market, there's price strategies that you can use 
like a holding offers if you kind of again lo- you know lock the price in a lot below below the market price and then go from there but you know you just you got to be careful for sure this market i i think anything under 700 if you price it aggressively and you hold offers, I mean, you're not going to get two, 300,000 over asking. You're going to get what the market value is. Like you might get like those nine offers. Um, I think uh, the highest offer was 150,000 over. And that's what the value of the property is. So nobody's going to go two, 300,000 over asking because it's just not going to dictate that. So now it's obviously the best conditions, no conditions and the best price, best closing date. And all that, but uh, but yeah, she, when uh, when she did that, she called me right away and said, "Guess what?" And I'm going, "You're kidding me!" I I just I, I couldn't believe it. But uh, but anyway, she did she did a fantastic job for these people, and uh, and sold it uh, what the market value is today's market value, which is which is whatever uh, I think it was five fifty or something like that, and it was four hundred listed at four hundred. So Rick, you know, now last month over this month, and I was looking at the numbers. Uh, based on August, the first 20, uh, 2022 days and uh, September 1st, 2022 days. So, so unit numbers are down this month. So, so the, the, the decline in unit sales are down. Like in, in the Hamilton area, uh, they're down 20, 23%. But the average sale price is only down like, like maybe a half a point. Yeah, so so it, we're almost settling. Now in Niagara, um, we're down uh, 16% unit numbers from uh, the first 20 days of um, Aug- uh, from the first 20 days of August versus the September first 20 days of September, and and again uh, like half a point. So so we I think we're almost there. So and we did a stat, and this is Mike that does uh, uh, our media guy, and he took all the numbers uh, from Hamilton, Halton, Niagara, and Toronto. And he did a, a, a scale and we're almost just above the January 2021 numbers. And it, so I think, and that's when things started really going, Rick. So I think if that's our benchmark and we're just above that benchmark of January 2021, then that means like we should be up maybe 7% from there. And we are, we're up a little higher than, uh, than we are January 2021. So maybe this is our benchmark and this is how uh, it'll continue each year after that. So, I mean, so, so basically- People need to realize that that 2020 benchmark that you were referring to, Rob- 2021. No, the, from 2021 then is, yes, is related to the fact that in 2020, we had about a 30% increase or spike in average home prices in that year because that first year COVID, things really kind of plateaued. And it went to a point where now we thought, oh, that's great. Things are up. And then they kind of took off again in this year. But now they've gone back to 2021 prices, which is fine. It's a great place to be. Yeah. And, and that still means you're up from like three years ago. And, you know, yeah. that's great. Like, I mean, yeah. house prices over time are going to go up. People are just so concerned about this last six months. It's not a big deal because overall, we're still good. So so my son, Philip, is looking at a house in the Duran Park area. And I think uh, they're asking, uh, I think, $1.3 million for it or one one two five. They bought it. Uh, just over a year ago for 1 million 50,000. So they're, they're looking at a 150,000 lift, maybe 200,000 lift on it. Uh, Phil likes it. He wants to buy it. Uh, but he's not sure about the price. And I said, don't worry about it. Like, I mean, try to make your best deal. If it's the house you want, the area you want, do it. I mean, you're like, 
you're not going to, they're not exaggerating their price by 600,000 or more. Um, they're just, you know, they're trying to, they're try, trying to recoup. Maybe they put some money into it. Who knows? But I think they will. Um, I think, I, you know what I mean? Like it, it, it just depends on what he negotiates. If he is going to put an offer on this thing. So uh, let me ask you too, because you both referenced it off the top is, you know, whether it's three months ago or eight months ago, um, some home uh, sellers are still looking at the prices that have come and gone in terms of their the, the home selling price and are trying to catch that number, trying to cash in on that kind of uh, uh, that kind of increase that we saw. How far back are they looking to say, I, that's the number that I want? Well, they, they, they tell us now, basically, I'm telling my team, uh, let's not list overpriced homes. Um, let's find out what the motivation is, because if there's no motivation on selling, there's no sense, you know, working with these people because uh, it's a pipe dream for a lot of these people trying to get the high number. But right. if, they, if they need, if they need to um, sell, then we'll work with them and stage their house and do everything we need to do to get that house sold. But, and, and if, as long as they work with us now, but if, if their motivation is, uh, well, I, I need this number. Otherwise I'm not selling. Then I, I don't think, I, I, I think it's, it's a waste yeah. of time. I just mm-hmm. I don't like that just over on, uh, on um, prospect here downtown. And they referred to a, a house that they said, this is the house that, you know, has looked like ours and, and they got X amount of dollars. And I said, yeah, that was in April. April was a different market. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're kind of just getting their heads around that and they're having a difficult time with it but they've already bought a new condo and they're going to move on and they're going to downsize. So the motivation is there that they have to sell. So we're going to work with people like that because they're going to sell. They just want to try the higher number. And in that situation, it's okay. But um, if there's not real motivation, then it's tough. But what's happening in this market now is that buyers and are looking at four homes and they're, and they're putting low bid offers, uh, Rick. It's uh, we had one on, uh, in Stony Creek, they came in over 200,000 under asking. Hmm. And I, I'm, I call the agent up. I go, really? Like, do you know the market in this neighborhood? And uh, I says, I says, why are you guys going? Well, my client wanted to go low. Well, I, then, you know, you're wasting your time with this client because uh, you guys obviously don't know what the market is like, but it's happening everywhere. Everybody is putting low ball offers, 200,000 under asking. And I don't know, like, it's just, uh, so we've conditioned ourselves to work with buyers and putting low ball offers in and, and they're hoping somebody may stick and, and find that one deal. And there are deals out there. And, you know, but if you have the patience and time to put, you know, 30 low ball offers out there, you might get one that's yeah. going to say, yes, we don't, we don't want to refer to them this way, but you know, we call them the, sometimes the vultures, like they're just looking for those deals. And they're yeah. just looking at really low ball. Those ones, you know, sometimes they're just a little bit too much, you know, like just everybody calm down. I do want to ask you both about uh, these low ball offers or stink bids. And we'll do it on the other side of the break. I also want to get your insight into average days on market. We're seeing those numbers change in Hamilton, Burlington and Niagara as well. Of course, if you are in the market to sell your house, you got to contact the Golfie team, Canada's number one REMAX team, 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. Online, the website is robgolfie.com. That's Rob G. 
G-O-L-F-I.com. Also still to come, we're going to talk about renting versus actual owning a home. And do you want to find out how many offers were made on a property? Well, it can actually be done. There's also a question we're going to get to that someone wants Rob and lose insight in. All of that is coming up next here on the Gulfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Back to the Gulfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin with you. Pleased to be joined once again by Rob Golfi and Lou Tellerico, sales representatives with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfi team. You can call Hamilton and Burlington's number one Remax team in volume and unit sales, 905-575-7700. Online, robgolfi.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. Follow the Golfi team on TikTok. Check them out on Facebook and Instagram. Instagram, and uh, also give them a follow on Twitter as well. If you have a topic idea for a future show or a question for the Golfie team you'd like answer here on this program, send them an email, questions at robgolfie.com. A little later on in the show, we do have a question for Rob about uh, for sale by owner. I'll just leave it at that. I don't want to spoil it. Uh, we're also going to talk about renting versus owning a home and finding out how many offers are actually made on a particular property. Um, just before the break, we were talking about lowball offers or stink bids. Before we get to that, I, I want to ask you about average days on market, because now what we're seeing in Hamilton is 40 days, Burlington up to 30 days, and Niagara at 47. Are these comfortable numbers? How do you feel? About um, I, I'm still comfortable with those numbers um i i think once they start hitting over 60 days then uh then i i think there's definitely some concern there but um but i think they're you know conservative numbers uh houses you know do take time to sell i mean they're the, the most expensive uh purchase of uh anybody out there when they when they're purchasing anything so and 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 it, and it does take time to sell sell a house you have to wait you know, for so, a new buyers coming to the marketplace or, or the current buyers that yeah. are in the marketplace and they have to make a decision and think about it and stuff like that. Um, but so yeah. Just, but in just like the prices have come down and the, and the averages of the market has gone up. So again, people are like, why is my house in the market for three weeks, yeah. four weeks? I'm like, well, yeah. that's the average now. Like people, yeah. again, not only are they real, realizing their prices, uh, their house of their price, or their price of their house has gone down, they're realizing it's going to take longer to even get um, an offer than it would normally. So that's the thing that we're dealing with today and every day right now. Yeah. It's it, you, you've got to, and, and you got to explain to the seller, say, listen, it, 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 the average in the area is taking 40 days to sell. Now, if you want to bring that down, uh, bring your price down to a point where you get more buyers looking at it because they look at it, Hey, there's a deal there. They'll, you'll see, you'll see more people jumping at it and maybe you can, you can sell it in less than two weeks. But it's a stressful time for, for, for imagine putting your house for sale and it's like two, three, four, five weeks. You know, it's, it's just very, a lot of anxiety for our sellers and yeah. that's what we're trying to deal with and 
you know, almost have to be kind of counsels in, in, in for them as well because they're just so anxious to get their house sold and they want to know why it hasn't sold and, you know, what about the other house that sold quicker? Like, so there's a lot of, lot of anxiety right now about the, the days of market. Is there one particular demographic, whether it's millennials, Gen Xers, boomers, or even post, you know, the boom category, when they have their house up for sale now, and instead of taking, you know, 13 days, like it was at the height of this pandemic-driven real estate craze, as opposed to 40 days, so it's just over a month, what's the mindset of this particular demographic? Does it change, or are they all kind of feeling the same? Uh, I, I think the majority of them realize it's taking time. It, it, it You know what hurts the most when you, you have a few showings and then there's nothing for about a week or two, no showings. Mm-hmm. And, and so, you know, you're, you're priced out of the market and you miss that pivotal point, that point where the market value is, you just listed it above that point. Now you gotta be, you gotta be on that point or under that point. And, and, and it right now, it's hard to gauge, but I think we're getting close to finding that pivotal point because there's only a half point difference between the first 20 days of August versus the first 20 days of September. So I, I think we're, we're coming close to that. So now when we walk into an appointment and talk to the seller and we're saying, you know, here is four other houses that sold, but here's where I think you should be at and you're bang on on the price. So when if you're banging on on the price, you're gonna get more people showing the price, showing the house, and you're gonna get uh, you're gonna get an offer yeah. on one of those showings for sure. And Rick, again, it comes down to your personality type. Is you know you have a little bit more anxiety and you're built in your DNA. You're gonna have a lot more you know questions and concerns as the weeks go by. Um, you know, a lot more interest right now is coming up on the Rob Golfie Guarantee Program, right? So yeah. people are asking us, okay, so tell me about that guarantee. We never heard about the guarantee for like almost two years. And now I'm getting people asking me, so what's this thing about Rob buying a house if it doesn't sell? So you get a lot more interest in that. Yeah, and I've, I've guaranteed uh, just two recently, and we sold them both uh, recently. So, so a lot, some people want to take that opportunity with the guarantee, which is fantastic because they know their house is sold. It's, it's done. Uh, so now basically I'm selling the house. I'm, I'm the guy that's selling the house now, not, not, (laughs) not the homeowner. So you uh, have the anxiety. (laughs) I I have the anxiety. Now now I'm the seller, (laughs) but, but, but yeah, nobody really, uh, called us when the market was really good for the guarantee, but now we're getting we're getting at least uh, uh, two three calls a, a week, week on that. Yeah. And then I'll, I'll look at the house, and then uh, either they go, they want it the guaranteed price, or we just put it up for sale. Usually the uh, the the market whatever the market price is is always a lot better than what my guaranteed price is. But they have peace of mind that their house is sold if they go with yeah. Me. Do uh, back back to the lowball offers or the the stink bids. We're hearing you guys provided an example of it in our first segment. We're hearing of some other examples in other communities. Do they really work, or do they just have the opposite effect, especially from the home seller standpoint of the you know the the mindset of how dare they offer something so low? I'm never going to sell it for that price point. So for so the the ones that are putting the low offers in, a lot of times it, it's an investor. So he's got a guy running for him and throwing offers at like 10 houses. And one of them is going to, one of them is going to take it Well, not take it, but is going to start negotiating and counter back. Most agents won't counter an offer back at over 200,000. They'll say, no, you know, we respectfully reject the offer or come back at a better price uh, that we can actually negotiate with. Um, somebody will uh, sign it back or work with it. And, and that's how they make the deal. Like it's, it's, it's a numbers game. 
Um, I had one and my guy, I said, I, my suggestion was I wouldn't work with this offer because they're way off on our number. Cause we have the house price right on the nose and we're not going to, you know, we're not going to give this guy it's, even any more time with, with, with this. So it, it's you know, funny though, those, those same agents that were coming here eight months ago, 10 months ago with these bids that are coming in over asking 200,000 from Toronto, they're coming in here now saying, <laughs> we're going to make up for that. We're going to go 200,000 below. I don't know. It's just. Maybe I'm just yeah. thinking that maybe it's a couple of examples that I know of, but it's kind of strange that some of these low bid stinky offers are coming in and uh, they just don't make any sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's just out of line. So, and, and, and they're, they're, they're chasing, I don't know. They're just, they're just throwing yeah. it out there and see what happens. Yeah. And and sometimes they're getting it. I, I'm not, I'm not doubting that. Sometimes they're Depends getting on it. the motivation, right? Yeah. I had a couple of situations, unfortunately with, you know, separations and divorces of those people that, you know, kind of really are motivated to sell their home and they, they do entertain those types of offers too. What is the lowest low ball you've ever seen? Well, I put, I put, uh, the high, okay. I'll tell you, I put the highest one I did was 500,000 above asking. Wow. And I bought that. (laughs) (laughs) And the lowest one, the lowest one I did was 500,000 under. Oh, wow. So you're the guy that I'm talking about. (laughs) (laughs) No, but both properties were uh, commercial. Both properties were commercial. So, so I went, uh, so the, the, well, the, the building that we're in the, the office, the main office for the golfie team, um, I went in uh, five hundred thousand under asking, and uh, and I said that's it. I I'm not I'm not I'm I'm gonna walk away from this. I'm even not come back and and uh, they they worked with it. Yeah, and uh, and uh, that happens. It, it so it, so that worked out. The other one there was a lot of offers. It, it was a, a, a small little uh, development uh, property, and the value was really good there. So. I went in 500. So I made up, I, I, I got 500 less on one and I paid 500 <laughs> more on the other. So, wow. but, uh, but yeah, that, that, that's there. I, I don't know if there's anything, anybody did that on our team that's done 500 plus or, oh, or a million max. Yeah. Yeah. In Toronto, I, I bet you there's people that went half a million to a million dollars more. I'm actually looking at a commercial property for a client right now. And we're looking to go at least half a million dollars below, if not more yeah. than the asking. Commercial is just different, though. Commercial is different because yeah. commercial people know what the real number is, and they throw the big number out there. But if somebody comes in with an offer, they'll work with it. They'll they'll look at it. So, I went I went in on one just recently, uh, two hundred fifty thousand under under the yeah, asking. Yeah. yeah. So, and talk about a timely topic because we know that the housing supply in Hamilton is in short supply. We also know that there's not a lot of places to rent. And if you are lucky enough to get something, you are paying a lot of money. The average price of a single bedroom apartment in Hamilton is upwards of $1,700. The average two bedroom apartment is over two grand. Um, in saying that, the gap between those who rent and those who own their homes is closing. There's a lot more renters coming up on the market. What do you guys see in this regard? Yeah, you know what? Uh, it, it is getting tougher out there. And the Landlord Tenant Act is uh, the tribunal is full, like months and months. And it's making it difficult for either or party uh, just trying to get resolution done. Uh, just because of the fact that a lot of a lot of tenants are getting, uh, you know, kicked out of their uh, houses, and because la- the owner landlord wants to sell them, uh, but it, it it is becoming uh, 
closer. Now they said now what they said is 10 million households own their home while mm-hmm. five, 5 million rent, but the gap is narrowing. So I, I, I think more people need to buy a house. The, 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 it, the, the renters realize now they better own than, uh, than, than rent because of the fact that the rents are getting too expensive. Yeah. Like it's cheaper but, to rent. And you were just talking about that on the radio this week, Rick, uh, about mm-hmm. the renting, uh, uh um, one morning. Yeah. You were saying, you, you were saying that, uh, people's rent is a lot higher than most people's mortgages. Yeah. So, it's unbelievable. Yeah. It, 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 it is getting tougher. Um, and I, and I think it's going to be tough for a while. And, uh, and I don't think there's a, uh, that's a hard fix. That's going to be a tough fix. And, and what, what, and it was, um, now if I recall this week, Rick, you were talking about, uh, they were talking about, um, affordable housing, even for, uh, women that, uh, have been, a, um, uh, domestic abuse in women's shelters. Yeah. The, the story there is, and we talked to the executive director of, um, uh, one of the organizations who help women, um, you know, uh, escape violent relationships and violent homes, and they don't have any space to put them in their facility or in the in the community because there's no rental spaces available. So what they're having to do is set them up in uh, office buildings, uh, boardrooms, because there's no there's nowhere to go in terms of renting an apartment or renting a home in the city. Yeah, it, it, I, it, exactly, and it's going to get tougher. Now that's just. The women that are are dealing with that, can you imagine how many people out there just are looking for uh, a, a one bedroom? They have I a had, child. They have a child, and and they, they only can afford a one bedroom, mm-hmm. even though they have a child. They need they need a two bedroom or even a three bedroom, but they can't afford it. It's too, I just too was looking for a, a client of mine because he sold his house and he wanted to rent, and we just looked around the last couple of weeks. Not a lot of inventory, so that's obviously part of the reason. And then even when there was one that we wanted to put an offer in, there was no budging on the price. He was just like adamant, like a little townhouse on the central mountain. You think it's about, you know, 1600 square feet. You're going to get, you know, it wasn't updated. You know, it was a little older townhouse. They wanted 2,900 bucks. Like it was just like, that's, that's what you're getting right now. And I'm like, for a three bedroom townhome, that's dated. You know, you get that in Ancaster, they're looking at 3000 plus um, for a townhouse, but, but in the central mountain too. So we ended up getting a two bedroom for about 2,300 still tough to get i I, i'm gonna tell you if you're a person that's looking for a place to rent the best place to to find something is go on like uh marketplace on facebook or kijiji or whatever mls i'm gonna tell you mls is expensive like if on on uh, realtor real realtor.ca i'm just being completely transparent here like you can actually demand more money if you're a landlord yeah to go on uh, uh, MLS, but if you're a, a, a tenant that's looking to find a place, I would go. I would try to find that place on Kijiji or Marketplace or whatever because I think you'll save at least two two hundred bucks uh, off from uh, uh, paying higher rent. I, I really do. I, I I do because the agent that's going to list the place for you uh, that's going to be for rent. He knows the market numbers. You have a, a, there's. A, a lot more exposure. So that means that you're going to draw a tenant that's going to pay it. But I mean, I'm not trying to put down, uh, you know, realtors. I'm not, but I'm just being transparent that. Uh, yeah. The, the realtors have to protect the sellers and the, and the, and the landlords trying to get them scrutinized, uh, good, solid tenants. So that's what you're kind of paying for. And that's what you're going to get. And you need to pay a little bit more for that. Yeah. The uh, it's just, uh, it, I, I, you know, and I found that I found that when I put my properties on uh realtor, 
I, I, I get probably about that uh, 10% more. more. Yeah. Interesting stuff. When we come back, I would ask these two uh, fine gentlemen their thoughts on what an American company is doing with renting homes. We'll also get to uh, the question this week for Rob, and it all revolves around a for sale by owner. Don't forget, if you want to sell your home or you are in the market to buy a house, call Hamilton, Burlington, and Niagara's top real estate team, the Golfie team at 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. Online at robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I. More of the Golfy Real Estate Show Hamilton Edition next on 900 CHML. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Welcome back to the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin with Rob Golfy and Lou Tallarico, sales representatives with Remax's Scartman Realty, the Golfy team, the number one Remax team in Canada. And you can call them today to get your home sold, 905-575-7700. The website is robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. Follow the Golfy team on Twitter, TikTok, give them a like on Facebook, check them out on Instagram as well. And hey, if you want an instant home estimate, go online to golfyhomevalue.com, click in all the particulars, and uh, you'll be well informed on how much your home could go for on the market. Have a topic idea or a question for the Golfy team? Send them an email to questions at robgolfy.com. Lots more to come on the show, including a question about for sale by owner. We'll talk about how many offers were made on a property and can you actually find out that uh, statistic? But I want to ask you guys this. On a, I think it was a few months ago on 60 Minutes, uh, they did a feature about a company, I think it's called Tricon in the US, that has purchased, I believe the number is 80,000 homes in the US and has really changed the focus of the American dream, the the dream of home ownership, because they've purchased all these homes and are now renting them to Americans. So instead of these Americans buying their house and owning their house, they are renting a lot more homes than they have in the past. Can you foresee, maybe this is already happening now, can you foresee a company or two or more in Canada or even in Hamilton to buy a bunch of homes and start renting them out? It has started. There are companies, uh, REIT companies that are uh, coming to Canada and buying up homes and because they're finding that the, um, the the appreciation of real estate and the investment is far greater than any other investment out there. Um, I mean, everybody needs a roof over their heads and um, and they're and they're buying up properties everywhere. And uh, we're going to find your but the, by the time we find out it is like a pandemic of shortage of homes. We already know there's a shortage of homes, but it's going to be even worse because these guys are buying up houses everywhere, all across Canada, and especially in major city centers like Hamilton, Niagara. And and it's not hard to rent out a house right now. It is not. And it's like, it's a giving. It's like, it's like opening up a business and you got customers right away. 
that's that's how it is with a real estate. Now, so these companies are buying up houses and and duplexes and and all all types of uh, multi residential properties, and you're going to find uh, that it's it's going to get tougher and tougher to even find a uh, a place to buy because they're they're sucking up all the uh, real estate uh, purchases out there. And but a lot of our my, a lot of even my investor clients are looking at buying properties that would normally be you know, Hey, I like to build a condo or something like that and sell the condo units. No, it's like now I want to build a condo and uh, rent them. They're just going to be rental units. Yeah. And uh, that's what they're doing. And these REITs are buying those up because there's a lot of great income there that as an investor, you, you know, at the front end or at the back end uh, to, to capitalize on today. Interesting stuff. If there is, and I'm sure there is a few homeowners out there who own, who are wondering you know, if I were to sell my home, would someone be able to investigate how many offers were made on my house? Do you have this technology in place to figure that out? You know what? According, like when we have offers, we register every single offer on a house. Now, if a homeowner, let, 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 this is more so for, let's say in a balanced market, and let's say there's two offers and the one person that uh, did get the house says, okay, well, I, I got, I won the offer bid. I got the house. Can they find out about the other offer? If there was actually another offer hmm. and uh, as, as you could actually go to the uh, real estate council of Ontario and they will do an audit on that realtor and find out if there was an actual uh, other offer. Now I've seen in the past, or known of stories in the past of scrupulous agents sometimes saying there is another offer and maybe there wasn't. Okay. Now I, it, it's not a good thing, but I, I kind of like this, this uh, format. I didn't even know that you can do this with uh, Rico. You can actually have an agent audited for to see how many well, offers are on. Well, the no, house. I mean, we have what's called an 801 form that is the registration of an offer. So if you want to bring an offer to the table, you register this form. And all it says is that there's a buyer that signs it. So a legitimate buyer signs this form and says, I'm going to bring in an offer. It just doesn't say on this house and everything else, but it doesn't say the price. So that person who won the offer bid or want to know what how many offers there are, he can find out how many offers there are, but not the price that was offered. Hmm. Do you understand what I'm saying, Rick? Yeah, yeah. that's if they fill out that form. That's if they fill out that form. Now that form is new now in the last, I think, couple of years or two or three years. But before there was no form. And that's why they brought this form in because they want to make sure that everything's above board with offers coming in, and which is a great thing. But but sometimes, you know, agents get lazy out there and they're not putting in that form to register an offer. And maybe there's only two offers on the place. And one agent says, yeah, there's another offer. Um, you can ask that agent, say, I want to make, I want to know there's another form there. Um, can you send that form to me to let me know that there is another offer? Now, if he doesn't send it, then you, there's a red flag. But, uh, and that's why the Real Estate Council of Ontario implemented this to, to protect that. But you can actually go to uh, RICO, as they call it, Real Estate Council of Ontario, and have an agent audited to make sure that there was two offers, three offers, or whatever, how many offers there were on the place. I thought that was great. I love that. And uh, it just keeps uh, everything uh, uh, above board with everybody. 
Interesting stuff. When we come back, we have a question for Rob about for sale by owner. We'll ask the question and get the answer when we come back here on the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. And last go round here on the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin with Rob Golfy and Lou Tallarico, sales representatives with Remax's Garment Realty, the Golfy team. Find them online at robgolfy.com. That's Rob G O L F I.com. You got to call the first ever real estate team in this city to sell a thousand homes in a year, 905 575 7700. They're dominating social media, be it Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, or Twitter. Check them out on all those social media sites give them a like and a follow and if you have a question or a topic idea for a future show send the golfy team an email questions at robgolfy.com and lo and behold we have a question that has been submitted can a realtor help me purchase a home that is for sale by owner yes in fact it's actually widely believed in our industry that 75 to 80 percent of the for sale by owners Sales involve a realtor on the buying side because a lot of times people they'll, they'll bring a realtor in. Now, buying a for sale by owner requires modified paperwork and much deeper level of investigation. Since the owner's uh, selling their home themselves, it's not held to, to the same standard of disclosure as someone who is represented by a realtor. Now, given the standard, it's wise to bring your own representation to the bargaining table. An experienced realtor can provide accurate market information, negotiate strategically and refer trusted partners like inspectors and lawyers and stuff like that. So to protect you throughout the buying process and avoid any regrets down the road. So getting um, a lot of times, a lot of realtors, we've done a lot of deals with for sale by owners. Our clients ask us, they want us to represent them in the purchase of this for sale by owner. And it happens all the time. And and like I said, 75, 80% of the for sale by owners are, are agents that brought offers in on uh, on those. I'm sure there's some horror stories with for sale by owner oh, on, on both sides. Absolutely. Um, you know what? The one thing is it's either the buyer or the seller. If they deal privately with each other on, on either side uh, together, there's always an issue. And, and Ashley, I remember talking to a judge uh, in the court system here in the Hamilton area. And they said the bulk of the court, uh, situations, the lawsuits are because of private deals. Yeah. Yeah. Because so one, the buyer thought he was getting something and he didn't get it. And it's just, it's just a nightmare, but with, with realtors, I mean, everything's in writing. We know what's going on all the time. Like here's what's included with the house. Here's what the house has. We offered a home inspection. We got the home inspection. But yes, I don't uh, know what the status, but I, I just looking around town, I don't see as many of those for sale by owners. No, as no, I did 10 years ago, but you know, there's one, I don't know, I, 
No, no, I hardly, I, hardly I, any. Yeah, I hardly see them out, out there myself now. They they dropped off quite a bit. Now, for sale by owners dur- during April, I mean, sorry, February, March this year, or even even last year, but this year in the first quarter of this year, if you were uh, with a uh, private for sale, you lost money. You lost money, and you were in the height of probably the biggest uh, boom in real estate. And History. if you went privately, you lost tens of tens and tens of thousands of dollars. Now in the market that we're in right now is tough. I wouldn't, I wouldn't use it. Balanced market. Maybe I I would consider it, but again, you would have issues. It could be a lawsuit after, after you sell privately. So no, it it isn't. I mean, uh, we get calls all the time. Like uh, I had a guy all the time that say, Hey, uh, I sold my house privately and the guy's not coming. He's not closing. I need to get this house sold first because I I bought another house, all that kind of stuff. So we get in there and and try to save the guy in some way or another. We're worth our weight in gold in those situations. (laughs) (laughs) I've, I've seen two examples in my neighborhood of homes going up for sale for sale by owner and both instances did not sell. A couple months later, there's a for sale sign on the lawn again. This time it says for lease. Two instances, and yeah. both of those signs are still on the lawn months later. Wow. Yeah. See that? Things, you know. What? Slip of my card, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do so. I'll do so. Tell them to call the Golfie team at 905-675-7700 or go online to robgolfie.com. Are you guys still recruiting realtors out there who maybe want to change your pace and maybe want to get on a team that's actually selling homes? Absolutely. In, we have uh, systems in place, especially in this challenging and, and changing market. We can show them how they can make a great living in this business and uh, just tell them to give us a call. No. There's so much going on here, Rick, with uh, what Rob's done to uh, encourage great st- uh, strategies and systems to uh, do well in real estate. This is where you want to be. And if you want to sell your home or you are in the market to buy a house, you got to call Hamilton, Burlington, and Niagara's top real estate team, the Golfie team at 905-575-7700 online at robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. You can listen to our show online through Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcast, Stitcher, and many more. Just search for the Golfie Real Estate Show in your favorite podcast platform and hit the follow button so you never miss an episode. Thank you for listening to the Golfie Real Estate Show. We're back next Saturday at 9 on 900 CHML. The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML.